We're making an ad. Napping yeah. ad. This is where I think if we're doing it right, Alec Baldwin comes in. He says a couple things. Mm. He listens to the podcast every week. Yep. Has he been canceled? Wait, is Alec Baldwin the one who killed somebody? I hear that Gary Sinise is free. Oh, okay, great. He hasn't worked since 2020. <laughs> so um, what would be the script that we would have Gary Sinise say for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast? Listen to this damn show. Damn it. The <laughs> Napping Through Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Geekscape. Real life, real drama, real time. I'm Gary Sinise. That's the ad. That's the ad. That's the ad. Hi, listeners. I'm Carolina. And I'm Tessa. And together we are Femme Regard Podcast. Mmm. Femme. We are a show dedicated to educating and entertaining underdeveloped filmmakers and film enthusiasts alike. We love sharing our experiences as filmmakers, what we've learned and what we've gone through. And we love bringing on professional industry guests. We want our listeners to learn from the best and get an honest account of the biz. So come join the FemFam and give us a listen every Friday. Streaming on all the major podcast platforms, including YouTube and our website, femregard.com. And of course, the Geekscape Network. Hey everybody, I'm Chris Fafalius, and I'm the producer of Chris Makes a Podcast and the host of the One Hit Thunder Podcast. And I'm Matt Kelly, host of Horror Movie Night and the producer slash the head of content for the Geekscape Podcasting Network. Between the two of us, we have, believe it or not, 25 years of podcasting experience, and we want to help you start your own podcast. We know podcasting, and we want to share that knowledge with you. So whether you're new to podcasting or you want some feedback on your currently active podcast, we want to help. Or perhaps you're just overwhelmed with all of the editing work. Well, we can help you with that also. You can check out our website at weknowpodcasting.com for more information. We're excited to help your podcasting dreams become a reality. So, we took a little two-week hiatus. little two-week hiatus, but we're back. We're better than ever. We're energized. Let's do this. Christmas! Dylan, I'd hate to interrupt you right now, but I have to say, you've got a certain glow about you. Because <laughs> we're about to talk about the gorgeous ladies of wrestling glow in what is unfortunately the final episode of the series all right so what's funny is i watched glow all the way through when season three dropped um my buddy jason who you guys probably know through icon versus icon was like dude you gotta watch the show so i finally checked it out i watched it all the way through at that time we were getting a season four yeah oh <laughs> so it ends i'm like cool all right Really excited to see where they go with season four, which was, I believe, was supposed to be the last season. Yep. 
the final season of it. was going to tie up all the loose ends. Um, so I'm like ready. And then, spoiler alert, season four is not happening. And much like many of the shows on Netflix, it kind of just, <laughs> just got hit the chopping block real quick. <laughs> yeah. So, like, here's the thing that bothers me the most about this is I did almost the exact same thing as you, except I did all of it last week. Um, where I was just like, okay. man, I've really put off this glow thing, but I'm going to sit down and like binge watch it now. Yeah. If you had canceled the show after season one, perfect ending for yep. for the whole series. Yep. If you had canceled the series after season two, still yeah. pretty perfect ending. Season three, there's so many things up in the air. Yeah. Like it's the one season that didn't end where it's like, well, I want more, but if this is it, it'd be satisfactory. Like it's very everybody's lives are kind of shit. Yeah, they could not <laughs> like, have picked a worse season to kind of end <laughs> on. Uh, not that the season was bad, but the, the no. last episode, literally everything is open. Yeah. And you it's, really want to see where these characters go, and we never will. No. And, and it's a bummer because they filmed some of it. Like, they had shot yeah. some of... Here's the thing that... So we're going to... I'm going to kind of bitch about Netflix for a quick second. Understandably, COVID hit... And Netflix was like, we don't know how we can safely do Glow during COVID because it involves wrestling, which is like a contact sport, which is totally makes sense. And maybe the WWE and AEW should have taken note of this. <laughs> I was going to say, it's kind of they, ironic because the actual pro wrestling companies were still wrestling throughout the entire pandemic. And boy, howdy, did they have a lot of COVID outbreaks yeah, during the last year. So, so maybe Netflix was onto something there. What I don't like is that their reasoning for not continuing glow was that they said that by the time they got back into production, the fourth season wouldn't come out until 2003. And that would be too long of a gap between seasons where no one would still care, which is insane because they just released season three of master of none, which I'm pretty sure season two was like a decade ago. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did they really? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go watch that because I loved master of none. So, um, put a pause on this. Don't give me the like, Oh, too much time has passed and no one cares. And then like a couple months later, drop season three of master well, of really? none. Don't, like it ain't no thing. Don't give us that <laughs> because fucking stranger things four. Yeah. Like, like those kids are going to be 40. Yeah. When the show finally comes out. So that's such fucking bullshit. Yeah. I mean, just be honest and be like, hey, not enough people watch the show, so we don't care. I hate Netflix sometimes. I do too. But the final episode is a Christmas episode, and it's it's a wholesome enough Christmas episode. It is. It is. Mainly because Carmen... I mean, Carmen is just you and I yeah. as a female 100%. Wrestler. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Especially because she basically becomes the Undertaker at the, <laughs> at the end of the episode as the ghost of uh, Christmas yet to come. This is the thing that's awesome about this particular episode is like, at first when I'm like, they're going to do Christmas Carol as a wrestling match, how would that ever work? And then yeah. we get to that moment, I'm like, yeah, I'd pay money to watch. Oh, 100%. 100%. Uh, I mean, a near-perfect moonsault at the end. Yeah. The episode's fun. It's filled with lots of Christmas goodness. I actually remember when I was watching this, I got teary-eyed when they sang White Christmas, if I'm being totally legit here. Like, like, not like full-blown cry, but it's like, that is such a pretty song. And then you also think about, like, 
I mean, we're going to eventually have to do a whole episode just about the song White Christmas because it's yeah. such an important song in general. Yeah. But obviously the origins of that song being like away from your family, away from your loved ones at Christmas time. And like that's pretty much been Liberty Bell's entire story arc this whole yeah. season yeah. is that she's you know feeling like she can't be an actual mom because she lives in a totally different state than her ex-husband and child. So like there's a lot of stuff that comes together. I mean also then you got Keith coming back as Santa Claus like Aww. there's there's some good moments. There's some really good Christmassy moments throughout. So I'm kind of bummed that I totally didn't have time to rewatch the entire series cuz one of the problems that I ran into, like I said, I watched it when season 3 first dropped, which was I believe 2019. So like I literally watched it the following week that it came out. And so I threw that episode on and I'm like earlier today and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm going to be able to pick back up on what's going on." And I could kind of like I remember everything that was going on with Bash and I kind of remembered some of the stuff between Liberty Bell and her boyfriend. But a lot of the other stuff, like the Keith stuff, like like vague memories. I know it was a deal that he wanted kids, right? Yeah, he wanted kids. She didn't. So he kind of got fed up and left. Fun fact, Tex, Deb's boyfriend at this time, Liberty Bell's boyfriend, Tex. Yes. Do you recognize him slash do you know who that is? Um, I definitely recognized him. He may have been an important part of your childhood, depending on the shows you watched. Okay. But that is Artie the Strongest Man in the World from Pete and Pete. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God, it is. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All coming together. Yeah. <laughs> It's all coming back to me now. <laughs> I, I do think that Glow, it, it, I like this episode. I have a feeling that even though there's so many other pieces that probably, I mean, even just based on what you're telling me, feel slightly out of context if you're just watching it yeah. without the rest of the season, there's enough of what I love about Christmas in this where it's like, you know what? This might have to kind of sneak its way into the rotation because it is just like it's wrestling which i love and it's good christmas vibes which i love and it's the christmas carol which i love and it's like what other real wrestling options do i have beyond that like seven hour dvd that mick foley put out of just like bad wwe holiday wrestling match. and it's not it's, even seven hours like it's 30 minutes of just spliced <laughs> christmas wwe footage and then you could always watch december to dismember again oh yeah we could always revisit that classic <laughs> yeah. the, arguably the least christmasy thing we've actually discussed on this because even though it was called december to dismember and the cover was an angry Santa arm holding a kendo stick out of the chimney. Yeah. Not a single fucking Christmas match on that whole card. Nope, not at <laughs> all. Not at all. What a disappointment. Worst pay-per-view ever. Not because it was a bad pay-per-view, but because no Christmas matches. Yeah. Where is all. my uh, Miracle on 34th Street fight, <laughs> street fight match? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean... Watching Dean Ambrose just throw <laughs> random packages at <laughs> <in> somebody. <laughs> all right, there you go, AEW. You, Do better. There, there's your idea. <laughs> Do better this Christmas. I mean, it is good, especially because, like, honestly, you get to a point in the episode where it is just the Christmas match. 
I mean, and it's so fun. It's yeah. just so fun. Yeah, the majority of it is that, but it is like interspliced with them trying to wrap up specific storylines. The bash stuff makes me so upset that we're not gonna see where that goes. Yeah, yeah. and that's we're making an ad, napping yeah. ad. This is where I think if we're doing it right, Alec Baldwin comes in. He says a couple things. Mm. He listens to the podcast every week. Yep. Has he been canceled? Was Alec Baldwin the one who killed somebody? I hear that Gary Sinise is free. Oh, okay, great. He hasn't worked since 2020. <laughs> so, um, what would be the script that we would have Gary Sinise say for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast? Listen to this damn show. Damn it. The <laughs> Napping Through Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Geekscape. Real life, real drama, real time. I'm Gary Sinise. That's the ad. That's the ad. That's the ad. Hi, listeners. I'm Carolina. And I'm Tessa. And together we are Femme Regard Podcast. Mmm. Femme. We are a show dedicated to educating and entertaining underdeveloped filmmakers and film enthusiasts alike. We love sharing our experiences as filmmakers, what we've learned and what we've gone through. And we love bringing on professional industry guests. We want our listeners to learn from the best and get an honest account of the biz. So come join the Fem Fam and give us a listen every Friday. Streaming on all the major podcast platforms, including YouTube and our website, femregard.com. And of course, the Geekscape Network. Because that was throughout the entire series. Like you kept That was the whole series. Yeah. And like, and that's the thing that made Bash, Bash was like a really interesting character to me, right? Yeah. Because like, on one hand, I totally relate to Bash. Yeah. Like, I think it's the, the last episode or the penultimate episode when Sam doesn't show up to the taping and they ask Bash if he can handle doing the announcing and he's like, the suit's in my car. I've waited my entire yeah. life for this moment. And it's like, dude, Dylan and I would be exactly the yeah, same. 100%. If someone came up to us, if Chikara was still a thing, yeah. and you and I were at a Chikara show, and they came up and said, hey, podcasting duo, Dylan and Matt Kelly, <laughs> we know that you're massive wrestling fans, and unfortunately, Joey Styles, who was supposed to come and do guest commentary, can't make it. Do you think you two can jump on the mic? We'd be like, we have been waiting our entire lives for this. Moment. We're already there. I'm like <laughs> knocking chairs out of the way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like climbing over the barricade. <laughs> but then there's like the flip side where it's like there are so many moments of what at first seems like just straight up homophobia. Yeah. And then you realize, oh, it's a lot of self-hatred. Yeah. It's a lot of like battling who he actually is. But like it always bummed me out when I was watching the show because it's like, I like Bash so much. Yeah. And then he'd do some like really homophobic yeah. shit and I'd be like, oh, Bash, no. And it's it's all about his insecurity and not being like comfortable with himself, which I feel like, again, that's another thing that you and I relate very well to. Maybe not in that yeah. way, but in other but ways. But no, just as not before. feeling right in our skin. Yeah. yeah I had two friends over to do a live stream yesterday and their one comment about my house, like the house is beautiful, but there's nothing that really represents you on the ground floor. Yeah. And I was like, well, I want the ground floor to look like an adult human lives here. Yeah. And they're like, no, you should absolutely, like your personality should be on every wall of this house. Like, yeah. don't be ashamed of because that. Because it's, it's such a back and forth. Like the first time when you walk in my house, literally the first thing you see is the, 
the two towers of Blu-rays and toys and everything exactly. else. When you come in, you turn right, you see a Paranorman poster and my record collection. Like, I mean, it's 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 in your face. It's, it's in your face and it's there. So, like, you're torn between, like, yeah, I get what your friends are saying, but I also get what you're saying where you're like, yeah. not everybody's like us. Like Exactly. I, I, so it's like, I can hide that in the basement. I can hide it up yeah. here in the studio and that's fine. Yeah. I've had people here in that situation where they, they see the stuff or I've had conversations with people after they get to know me and and it hurts to hear them say, like, wow, I didn't realize, like, how much of a nerd you actually are. And and they, yeah. they may not even mean it. They mean it with love. Way, but it's like, dude, fuck off. Like, for real? My, I gave my friend a, uh, a FaceTime tour of the house out in L.A. And they said this. You could tell that there was some admiration and love in what they were saying. But another human being could say the same thing and it would destroy me where she was just like, so your house is like a museum to the analog uh, format. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's usually said with love. Yeah. It's usually said with love, but I mean, it's still, it, it cuts. And like, honestly, if I was dating a girl, I could be madly in love with the girl. And if the girl was straight up like, I need you to get rid of the DVD collection, I don't think I could do it. Like, I don't Dude, think I could. 100% had that conversation before like you yeah. and i have talked about that before this is history yeah to me. like this is a wall of history i can't find some of these things anywhere else i want to ask you a question okay least favorite character and glow and character you most relate to ooh, in glow ooh. all right i mean i can tell you my answers while you dig around okay yeah that, go ahead. If go that ahead. helps go ahead I can't fucking stand Liberty Bell. Dude, that was my number one. Number one, <laughs> yeah. which always sucks because, like, sh- it, uh, the first season, like, you are kind of like, fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a bad situation. She's in a bad situation. Allison Bree. Allison Bree definitely fucked up. But I think that Allison Bree is just so lovable as that character. And she's such a broken character. Yeah. And there's so much legitimate regret about everything. But like, then you get to like season two where Allison Bree's telling Liberty Bell that like a dude from the network basically tried to rape her. Yeah. And Liberty Bell's just like, how fucking selfish could you be? You couldn't just go along with it. So we yep. keep our jobs. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. So I'm right there with you. Uh, Liberty Bell's least favorite. And my, and, and honestly, my favorite, like first shout out to, shout out to Sam. Cause like Mark yeah. Marin is, is absolutely amazing. And I, I, I'm sorry to, to we're, we're taking it back, but I think Bash is is I love Bash. I think Bash yeah. is a fantastic character. I'm going with Sam, honestly. Okay, yeah. Sam. There's there's moments. I I don't want to say that I'm exactly like Sam, um, because he's a very gruff yeah. uh, person. But what I like about Sam and what makes me relate a little bit to Sam is that at his core. He wants what's best for everybody. He legitimately cares about all of these people, even if he does it in like the shittiest ways sometimes. And again, to refer to the exact same scene, when Liberty Bell is giving Alison Brie all this bullshit about not, you know, fucking this network executive, then she tells Sam and she's expecting Sam to have the same reaction. And Sam's just like, he did that? What a fucking asshole. We yeah. don't need his network. Fuck that guy. Like, you exactly. know what I mean? It's like, and you're just like, you know what? Like, yeah, he's he's aggressive. He's a cokehead. He's a dick. 
Um, he doesn't. He's not in touch with his emotions, but like at his core, he loves and cares about all of these girls, and like wants to make sure he that does. they're he taken wants the, care he of. He wants the best for all of them. So, I mean, good show. Go check out Glow. Yeah, um, sure. What do you think would have happened? Right. Cool. So, like, we get to this fine. You know, everything happens. The show goes off. Uh, Debbie and Bash outbid Tex and buy this TV station. They're going to produce glow on that tv station but she's not allowed to tell everybody so they all leave just assuming that this is it they're never going to see each other again yeah um the only person she tells is ruth and ruth is just like no she wants to be an actor deb is offering her the director's position and it's not even that she doesn't want to be a director because it's implied throughout the show that ruth is an extremely talented director but it's that she doesn't want to hand me out she doesn't exactly she doesn't want to just have her friend who's treated her like shit for three years just toss her a gig. She wants to earn it and like scrap for it, which again, I feel like there's something that you and I would relate to in that because like both of us don't want to be working the jobs we're currently working. We would much rather do the thing that we're passionate about. But if the way to that was that like, our friend's rich uncle just like kind of heard that, oh, my my nephew does podcasting. I'm just going to like throw him this network. It wouldn't be nearly as fulfilling as like someone who had been following our career and was like, no, like this kid's been at it for 15 years. He's got the goods. He's got the talent. Let's like really let him shine. Like you want to feel like those giant moments are earned, not just like right place, right time passed down to you with no effort. Exactly. And I mean, even when... Debbie brings up like, hey, this is what's happening. Hey, here's your off-ramp. She's still putting Ruth down as she's doing it. Like, she is an awful character. The absolute worst. So, I mean, I I honestly don't know where it was going to go. And I think that's why I was so excited for a season four. Because I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Where we were gonna I know like know what we truly got robbed from, and I don't know if you remember this plot line, but um, at this point in the storyline, Awesome Kong was about to become a manager. Yep. And yep. getting robbed a whole final year of seeing Awesome Kong just crushing it as a manager for, for Carmen, that would have been fucking fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you, Netflix. I hope that one day... <laughs> I know Allison Brie kind of was very like it's never going to happen. There's This is the end. There's yeah. not going to be any chance. But I would love for them to at least do a movie, something. So, and I also, I don't, like, you know, like, I know people who took that as, like, well, that's the Bible truth because it's Alison Brie and she would never say something. Like, no. People say all the time, never, ever, ever, ever. And if there's one thing I know about <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> it's that if you give Shawn Michaels enough money. He will come yeah. back and do a tag team match in Saudi Arabia. I mean, oh God, yeah. No one's, no one's ever until they're dead in the ground. No one is fully retired. <laughs> like, I mean, just quick side tangent because this is going to be relevant by the time this episode drops. Yeah. Fucking Samoa Joe Samoa taking Joe. over for for William Regal yep. in NXT. That's back a, in NXT. Yay. That's a hey. Now I'm I'm going to take that as a victory. <laughs> NXT. I've said it before. NXT is the most consistently good wrestling show. I just can't show. be excited because eventually they go from NXT to the main roster. and then I know, but like, now they're like just straight up refusing. They're I know. I absolutely them. love it. I know, but oh my God. I Could you? 
Samoa Joe and AEW would have been so good. All right. Well, we could talk wrestling for another hour. Uh, so Dylan for another hour. I could look at that glow on your face all day, but unfortunately, I must say, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Matt. Oh, whoa, now we won't stop till the big ball drops on New Year's. Happy, happy holiday, have a great, great, great holiday, have a merry, 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 happy holiday. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. We're making an ad. Napping ad. This is where I think if we're doing it right, Alec Baldwin comes in. He says a couple things. Mm -hmm. He listens to the podcast every week. Has he been canceled? Was Alec Baldwin the one who killed somebody? I hear that Gary Sinise is free. Oh, okay, great. He hasn't worked since 2020. (laughs) So um, what would be the script that we would have Gary Sinise say for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast? Listen to this damn show. Damn it. The Napping Through Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Geekscape. Real life, real drama, real time. I'm Gary Sinise. That's the ad. That's the ad. That's the ad. Hi, listeners. I'm Carolina. And I'm Tessa. And together we are Femme Regard Podcast. Mmm. Femme. We are a show dedicated to educating and entertaining underdeveloped filmmakers and film enthusiasts alike. We love sharing our experiences as filmmakers, what we've learned and what we've gone through. And we love bringing on professional industry guests. We want our listeners to learn from the best and get an honest account of the biz. So come join the FemFam and give us a listen every Friday. Streaming on all the major podcast platforms, including YouTube and our website, femregard.com. And of course, the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.